It's been three days since Latricia rose from hell with her angels and claimed Sean Gee's earthly body, sending the world into the early stages of apocalypse. World markets have collapsed, well, begun collapsing, and Wall Street is in shambles. My life, well, it's not that much different. You still go out, you still go to the store, you still see your wife, you still make business deals. But, at the end of the day, you know that you're coming one step closer to the end of this universe because without Sean Gee as the moral guide of the universe, Latricia and her angels are running evil. In fact, Sean Gee, one of the eight on the Ghost Supreme Court, was recently replaced by a ghost that Latricia chose, and it's an awful conservative Supreme Court justice on the ghost. Supreme Court. Brenda is still in prison, where Sean Gee had set up some sort of fucked up curse that would make her snap back into prison, regardless of his no longer being in power. That's just how fucked up he is. I haven't seen her in a few days, but I still call her every chance I get. That was a very wonderful story, Artie. Now, are we going to sign this paperwork or not? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. I just, sometimes I like to monologue my journal out loud. Well, you know us wealthy men don't like to waste our time. You certainly don't like wasting your time. You've been a very busy man running for Congress and coming back from the dead and all. You're very right. And, uh, you know, what can I say other than that's... You know, I'm very much looking forward to this business opportunity with you, and I'm sorry that my habit of journaling took over right now. But, you know, there's so much going on in the world today. Let me get this straight, Mr. DeCaplini. Now, we are still at the $800 million number that we settled on? Yes, I I believe that seems fair to me. You're not considering $850 million like I originally asked for the place now, are you? Well, as you know, with uh, the coronavirus canceling this year's Kentucky Derby, you considerably lost a lot of money. So my advisors and myself have put together a, a, a plan, a sort of a, a graph, if you will, here, as you can see. Um, and it shows that you're worth actually around $800 million. So that's what we're willing that's to That's understandable. Pay. That's understandable. But what I'm trying to get to is... I. Do you still have $800 million after the collapse of the markets? Oh, yes. Uh, my my income after I uh, split up from my former partner who was stealing from me, I withdrew all of my wealth and it was all in physical money when this all went down. You're telling me you have over $800 million in cash, Mr. DeCaprio? In physical have, cash, you yes. You brought... million worth of cash to this business exchange? Is it in a truck outside or something? Well, it's in a safety vault. And so it's it's still technically at the bank. You don't have the money to buy the Kentucky Derby, yet you're coming to buy the Kentucky Derby. Were you not prepared to write me a check, Mr. DeCaplini? Yeah, I'm going to be getting you a money order today so you can go to the bank and get the money out. Yes. And which bank do you bank with? Security National. That should work. That should work. My my accountant will take care of all of this. Now, all you need to do, Mr. DeCaplini, is sign right here. Now, here. hang on a second here. Now, what does this... It says something about sacrificing a soul here. Yeah, there will have to be a child sacrifice, as per usual, with, you know, with these sort of things. I just... Well, I... Why was that per usual? I'm I'm just trying to buy the Kentucky Derby. Why was that per usual? You you've done business transactions of this caliber before, Mister DeCaplini. I'm 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 sure you've done child sacrifices. Uh, I can't necessarily say that I have before did done not, child sacrifices. Did I give you the lecture? No, what lecture? The demons that spawn from hell that come on the earth after you've reached a billion dollars? 
Uh, that did not happen to me. What do you... Mr. DeCaplini, I'm not so sure you have a billion dollars because every every billionaire knows that once you reach a billion dollars, in order to get any more, you have to make a deal with the devil. Well, uh, maybe I am just too much of a Christian for demons to come to me. That's all. I, I don't know. And that I've just had so many dealings with the Honorable Sean Yee before he passed on that. And may he rest in peace. Exactly, and, the, and I, I had so many dealings with him that perhaps demons from hell were not willing to come and talk to me. That, that's a good theory. Uh, Mr. DeCaplini, are you aware of what it takes to be a billionaire? Well, apparently you're telling me you have to kill children. Not only do you have to kill children, but you have to mutilate their bodies first. Mutilate? In what way? You are supposed to skin them alive, take their skin suits off, and wear them as your own. Now, they're gonna stretch out. That's a usual thing that happens with this sort of thing, you know? You, you get a child's skin and you put it on an adult, it's not gonna quite fit. So you're gonna have to wear it around your mansion or wherever you are for a week or so until it starts to be your skin suit. And that's where, that's where you get eternal youth. And then that, so if I, I slaughter a child by torturing him and, and skinning him. You have to skin him alive or else his, or else his youth will not be preserved. And then I will, what, meet the devil or something? Well, meet I, the demons? you were already supposed to meet the devil, Mr. DeCaplaning. I'm surprised he has not told you all of this. Well, as you know, Lucifer is deceased. That might be it. That could be it. Well, I'm not so sure this is going to work now. Lucifer's... Who's in charge? Who's running this? I, it's Latricia. She's the new Lucifer. And what's going to happen with all this reality stuff if Latricia's in charge and Sean Gee's dead? Honestly, sir, I don't know. Uh, it seems like possibly the end of the world is coming, to be honest uh, don't, with you. Don't be like that, Mr. D Certainly the end of the world is not near. I don't know. She's a very evil, evil spirit, and now she is going unchecked because I accidentally killed Sean Gee's mortal body, which, how was I supposed to know, would trap his ghostly powers inside a mortal body? What kind of bullshit is that? I didn't know I would bring about the end of the world. Mr. DeCaplin, you do not have to get an attitude with me. I am just the owner of the Kentucky Derby, and I'm just trying to sell the Kentucky Derby to you for $800 million. So if, You're right. if we could get through with the transaction and have you sign here, initial here, initial here, sign here, and sign this, and then kill that child that's over there, I think we could get on our way. All right, let me start signing. I need you to, I need you to sign backwards on this one, Mr. DeCaplin. Okay, alright. That should take care of all this signing. Let me just stretch real quick. Here's your dagger. Thank you. Now, can you tell me a st can you tell me something bad about this little kid so I can like get angry? Well, I don't know the specific one, but he kinda has his face is a little fucked up as you can tell. I mean he's not quite a looker. He's not gonna Are you gonna watch me do it? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch you do it. I might, I might bust one out. Okay, <laughs> I didn't need to know that part. Does that make you uncomfortable? No, I mean you do what you want. Does it make if you, you uncomfortable to. when I play with myself? No, on uh, but just wait until I get over there. You can. Just put it away right now, and I'll go over there, and then you can... I just like to jerk off in front of people. I mean, is that okay? Uh, yeah, I give you permission, I guess. Um, I'm gonna go over here and take care of this business so you can go, though. Uh, uh what's your name, kid? Marcus. How old are you, Marcus? Please don't hurt me. Why are you so scared, Marcus? What's wrong? Marcus! How old are you? I'm seven. You're seven years old, Marcus. Hey! 
There's no way this kid's skin is going to fit over me. He's only seven. Please don't wear my skin. There's no way it's going to. He's so small. Mr. DeCaplin, you have to trust the process. I've done. I've done this myself. Don't you see? I'm 200 years old, and I don't look a day over 35. You're right. You're very young and very handsome. You have to do this every year. Every year, you have to replenish your youth, and this is how you every year your youth. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Marcus. Uh, you ever been on Santa's naughty list? <laughs> I'm Jewish. Oh, well, I guess that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sawing him. All right, I'm sawing his skin off. All right. It's been three days since Shongi died, unleashing hell upon the world. Well, that's what I'm told. I've been sitting here this entire time in a prison. In some sort of spiritual dimension that has no part to do with reality. I miss my husband. I miss my life. But most of all, I miss my body. I have been a spiritual orb for months. All because my husband did not have the ability to use his brain. And now Sean Key is dead. Now Latricia is in charge. And I'm just left here, rotting away in my own prison. Decaplany. Yeah? There's a phone call for you. Phone call? Is it my husband? Just go answer the goddamn phone. Okay, let me float out of here. Hello? Hello? Audie! Oh my god! How's it going in reality? You know, it's not very good out here. You know, it's, uh, the market has fallen, everything is going to shit, but... Is the corona still happening? Yeah, the corona's still happening, but people aren't really so worried about that. They're more worried about every few hours the earthquakes and more demons shooting up into the air. That's more what they are afraid of. When are you gonna get me out of here? Uh, hey, I'm trying everything I can. I'm not really sure what to do, because now that Sean Gee's gone, the only person we can appeal to is the Ghost Supreme Court. Okay, Audie. Um, you didn't answer my question. I asked you a question when you were going to get me out of here, and all I heard was an excuse. Well, I'm trying my best. I don't know what you want me to do. Audie, I'm sitting here in prison. I'm in, I'm in spirit jail. I'm in maximum security spirit jail. I'm just a fucking orb. I know. Well, you wanted to be the orb. Well, you, I brought you back to life. Can you not bring me? I want to see what, I want to see the earthquakes. I want to see what's happening. Well, I'm trying, baby, but the, you know, Sean Gee gave you a permanent life sentence in jail. And the only way to overturn that would be to appeal to Latricia, which isn't going to work. What am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to watch Master Trace's coverage of what's happening up there? You know he doesn't know anything. He can't, he's not telling me what's really going on. It's fake news. I don't know, baby. I'm trying everything. The help, do you need to, I, listen. What I did was, I bought the Kentucky Derby. You, you what? I bought the Kentucky Derby from a man you bought a derby? who owned the Kentucky you a derby. derby car? No, the Kentucky Derby, the horse race. You bought the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, well, it's a great investment, right? Because every year you make so much money on betting, but also I can rig the race and make all the money anyway. Audie, who, who's betting right now? The Kentucky Derby's not even open. Well, it got canceled this year because of COVID, but hey, there's always next year. The what? Audie, how much did you spend on the D K Kentucky Derby? Well... My accountant, Miguel, and myself got together, and we put together a good deal, and I spent $800 million. $800 million fucking dollars?! Yes, but listen, I can use the money to help you get to go Supreme Court. We got to get a good lawyer. What? You could have used the $800 million? Why did you... 
what how long is it going to take for the Kentucky Derby to pay off? Well, uh hopefully just one derby. Okay, okay, Audie, let me walk you through this, okay? Yeah. The world's ending before as we know it. The world's falling apart. Yeah. Apocalypse. And you sure. want to save me before the end of the apocalypse. I'm trying, yes. So how the fuck do you think there's going to be another derby? Uh... For what, if demons are shooting up from hell, you got, what, maybe two, three days left? You think? Have the locust attack started? Not yet. Well, I, I would bet from I bet from there you have two or three days. I mean, it seems that the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the hurricanes... You're right. The deadly fires. The plagues. Oh! Next is the... What is it called? Swarms? I don't, I don't know, Adi. You know we're Jewish. What are we going to do? We've got to get an injunction to the Supreme Court somehow. The ghost Supreme Court. I think... I know. I, I think... I don't... I think I gotta break out of here or something. I just... I don't... Shangi was always the ticket we used to get out of these sort of things. Well, there are seven Shangis on the Supreme Court, the Ghost seven, Supreme Court. Seven Shangis? Yeah, there's seven Shangis. One Ruth Bader Ginsburg and one yeah, Latricia I, I nominee. Heard on, I heard on the report last night that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is in the spirit world. I wish I could meet her. Yeah, well, we're going I'm to have to go to the Ghost Supreme prison. Court. Well, listen... You file, I have to go home, put on the child's skin for a week to gain his eternal youth. So I'm going to do that, and in the meantime, Buddy, you I don't, file... I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to get off of here now. Um, I'm going to see you, hopefully soon, when you come get me. All you got to do is file your appeal. File my appeal, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh my god, this skin is so disgusting. It's stuck to me. It's barely fitting, but I've stretched it out in all the right places. The only thing that doesn't fit is the penis. I just don't feel comfortable in it, but at least today at midnight is the time that I'm going to make this deal. Finally, for my use with some sort of demon. It's only a few minutes now. I guess I'm out of better journal. I'm waiting for some sort of demon to come and give me eternal youth, but what is the point of eternal youth if the world is ending? Hello? Hello? It's Latricia. Say the fucking words. Bring me. Manifest me. Say the words. Latricia. <laughs> Fuck you, Adi the Toplany. This, this is all ending. It's all ending. I sacrificed the kid for eternal use. No! Your soul is mine! What? You're coming with me! Now? Now! Hello and welcome to a spooky motif. Well, maybe not that spooky. Maybe it wasn't our spookiest of the Halloween episodes, but if you really think about it, I think we only did one one Halloween motif, and it was... I the, think it was the first. Yeah. Or not the, the first episode. Satanic first. activity. Was that the first episode we ever did? No. It was the first Halloween episode, yeah. But it was like episode nine. Oh. And then it led into the, you know, sketch video sequel, if it were, as it were, of... Uh, what the hell? I just said the name. Satanic Activity. Satanic Activity, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, that's where we established that Shania Longbottom, the medium, is actually Latricia, 
who is now Lucifer. <laughs> well, she's in Lucifer's spot. Right. Is she Lucifer? I mean, she has all of his powers, if yeah, not more. Yeah, she's just, it's Lucifer's like, it, you know, it's as if, as if Lucifer was a an elected position. She is, you know, as opposed to just a being. <laughs> That'd be really interesting. Right. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it is, because it's like, well, God's dead, and now Sean Gee is the, you know, so it's like there's a moral, uh, and a, <clears throat> there's a moral and an evil, you know, leader, and they each... You know, now that God and Lucifer are dead, it's Shangi and Latricia, except now it's just Latricia. <laughs> yeah, well. Scary times. Everybody has to stay tuned for what happens next, because as you were speaking, I just got a flood of ideas. <laughs> I can't wait to hear them. One thing I wanted to start with before we really get into the Halloween aspect is I just want to dedicate this episode to the person that tried to send ricin to the White House. <laughs> Did this happen recently? <laughs> yeah, like a few days ago. Uh, I, I don't know who they know were. That. I don't know who they were, but yeah, somebody tried to send ricin to Donald Trump, uh, which obviously would have killed him if it had come in contact with him. Uh, well, how did they think that would that would work? I don't know. And that's kind of the th- that's one of the things I wanted to say. Like, I appreciate the sentiment, but uh, how do you not know that the mail? is opened by somebody who's not the president off-site. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, the mail is sorted through so many different fucking people before it's going to get to the president. <laughs> I, I appreciate the sentiment, though. I just wonder why somebody couldn't smear, like, ricin all over a microphone he's about to use. Like, why, like, right. why couldn't somebody do that? Just, just spray the whole microphone with fentanyl so when he touches it, he just fucking dies. <laughs> like, overdose. But I don't want him to have everybody. the joy. I don't want him to have the joy of the the high before he does overdose and die. Well, it would, it would, I'm I'm pretty sure it would be qu- pretty instant. But I mean, You're at right. least he would be dead. I mean, it doesn't matter if You're he right. has a happy You're death right. or not. You're we, right. We need our president dead, and, and that that is the proud message of this podcast. I would agree with that, except not really. That brings me to the second point that I wrote here. Where are all the assassins these days? Because <laughs> right. like, there's so many people that you know could use it. Donald and Mitch McConnell being the top two on my list. Well, I feel like anybody who would hire assassin would have a lot of money, and because Trump is you know helping people who have a lot of money, who's going to shell out that that doe to kill him i mean that that would be a, you're right that would that's probably the most costly murder anybody would charge for like you're probably gonna get caught and you're probably gonna get killed you're right it would have to just be some lunatic. deranged man yeah, some lunatic like where's a where's the good-natured lee harvey oswald <laughs> 2020 right. where are they where are they hiding can I get a John Wilkes Booth, please? Are there any serial killers like in America who just haven't been caught? They just like that would right. be a really good end to your spree. We you would go down. We would be proud to like know that you were here and that you did that. Right. This is like the one time that the assassin might be a true hero, instead of gone to prison instantly. Right, and just yeah. Hum, except killed. most of the president except bo- all of the presidential assassins that i know of they were all killed john wilkes booth uh who's lee harvey oswald yeah, was, he was assassinated he was, he was himself yeah i know somebody else was assassinated but i can't remember which one it was mckinley i don't fucking know. was there another assassination yeah i thought i thought there was like i knew there was a bunch of attempted assassinations on presidents yeah. but Ronald Reagan got shot. What can you say? Kill, kill, kill him. Kill all yeah. Republicans. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, that is a full-hearted ad. I for think this I think I'm to the podcast. point now where if I, you know, I'm not like angry about it, but it's just like if I see a car with a Donald Trump bumper sticker, they get flipped off. Yeah, because for sure, because it's just like you, you are a, you are an issue. <laughs> I haven't seen many bumper stickers for either candidate. I've to seen be I've seen lots of Trump stickers. I've seen lots of Trump. People make their their own flags, hang them on their truck. Mm. I saw this truck at work God. the other day that you had two flags on it. One some sort of weird fucking flag. I have no fucking clue what it was. And then another one that said like Trump is Lord or something to that. Oh sentiment. my God! 
fucking ridiculous. I like when I was in Columbus uh, in German Village, there were Biden signs everywhere. Um, well, yeah, that's that's a pretty liberal area. I've seen a few here in Savannah and like on Tybee Island. My uh, my bumper stickers came in, uh, but they were delivered to my mom's house and she mailed them to me, so they haven't arrived here yet. But honestly, I have not seen a Biden bumper sticker. I haven't period. either. I yeah, I haven't seen a Biden one at all. Now, I got to say, I ordered them August 19th. That was the day. Not, I'm not trying to be autistic, but it just happened to be. I waited until he announced who his vice president was going to be to order a bumper sticker. So it was the day he announced Kamala Harris. And I ordered it that day, and they didn't send them for over a fucking month. So it's like, what's the point? At the, you know what Why I mean? is like, his campaign so awful? That's what I'm wondering. Like, they were like, it's an issue with COVID. And I'm like, whatever. Well, That's I just so like, lame. I don't see, like, when Barack Obama was running for president both times, I saw ads of Barack Obama all the fucking time. I don't see Biden ever. I don't see Biden ads ever. I don't see anything about him. I don't see him speaking. I don't see, like, his speeches on TV or That's true. talking about him. Where well, is and he? Part of, it, part of it is because he's been reclusive because of COVID. But I have been seeing on TV every day. I watch, you know, I watch uh, Big Brother every, you know, every other fucking night on CBS. And I have been seeing a lot of political ads, and there it's pretty even between Joe and even? Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones I only see Trump ones, but maybe it's because they think I'm a Trump supporter for some reason. It's interesting, right here, because we're so close to South Carolina too. We get south carolina and georgia senate ads so i like i see attack ads for uh lindsey graham and attack oh, ads for cool. john ossoff and like all this weird it's like crazy that, but that's a cool little uh political climate you're in down there it sucks it's yeah it i really uh it'll be interesting to see what happens well at least general. you don't vote there yeah, that's true. I am looking forward to coming back and casting my vote, but of course I, I will have to like register after that election down here, and I'm, I'm afraid of the voter suppression, to be honest, but you know, I was telling Taylor, I was like, I guess we can, we'll just have to vote to change the voter suppression here. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. sit through all the bullshit if they make you go through bullshit. Right. You know, where they keep the people outside in lines for hours and hours and hours. Well, you're probably not voting in like the poor black neighborhoods. Yeah, you're right. I'll probably have no issue. But at least, I mean, at least I can vote. At least I'm a Democratic vote who will vote for Democrats who won't allow voter suppression. Right. (laughs) But enough about Donald and Joe Biden. Yeah, this is how Because, listen, at this point, at this point, when this episode airs, the election's like this week. What? Essentially. By the time this airs, this is going to air October 25th. Okay, so the election isn't this week but folks it's next tuesday it's not this tuesday today is october 25th <laughs> 2020 it's not this tu- it's not this tuesday the 27th it's next tuesday november 3rd please please if you haven't already please for the love of god go vote please good god you can go early you can go early in person you can go vote. vote right now go vote right yes. now go just get up and go play this in your car if you live in Springfield, Ohio, the early vote location has been moved to the Turner Studio. Go, please theater. go to the Turner Studio Theater and cast your vote, preferably for Joe Biden. Yes, please, please do not vote for a third party candidate. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to vote shame anybody, but please don't do it. We please just, we really, we really need Trump out of there. And we'll be talking about it all next week, too, I'm sure, because that episode will air two days before the election. Yeah. But we're, folks, we're way in the past. I feel it's like September 27th <laughs> it's today. It's September 27th today. But maybe what we should do, Zach, is um, when the election happens, rec- like, interrupt, like, jump in the middle of the schedule and just be like, this is a special motif report. Yeah. The, we could, maybe we could I have, like, an idea. election night podcast. Yeah, I like that idea. But that brings us to today, which is the Halloween <laughs> episode. Happy Halloween um, <laughs> Halloween, for me, I don't. It, it's always been one of my favorite holidays just because, I don't know. I don't know why. But it's, it's like if fun. you, it's really if you fun. had to choose, 
I'd say Christmas and Halloween are my two favorites for sure. Yeah, Christmas is number one, obviously because of the good vibes. Everything's happy. The snow. It's just presents. Christmas is the honest to God the best, but Halloween is just. I think it's just a fun holiday. You get to do whatever. You get to dress up how you want. You like scare people, and whenever you scare people, it's funny. You have lots of laughs. The fall weather. Yes, exactly. I love the carving you know, pumpkins. That turning at time. Oh my god! Oh, oh. there's so many memories. Um, for me, um, I used to. So this is interesting. Did you ever have people trick or treat at your house? Because yeah. People never came to my house at either Dennis's house or my mom's house. Like on my mom's house, it makes sense because we lived on tr- like a highway. But at Dad's house, nobody ever came there either. Well, I w- nobody ever trick or treated at my house, but I would go over to my cousins for Halloween, and they would always have trick or treaters. Ah, but did people come to your house? My house, like, may- there yeah. might be like two or three kids who like sort of walked out of their way to come down this block for some extra candy, and we always had yeah. candy available for them. Well, that's nice. We never, we never did that because, like I said, nobody ever came, and I just thought it was so weird. The first time I actually passed out candy was with Thelma Campbell. Oh, people! Wait, at wait, did, at Thelma Campbell's house. Yeah, I don't know why. So I don't know if like for some maybe Alicia just put up put out vibes like don't come here or something, but they would can't, they would come to it was only like maybe like a total of 5 people. It was a it was a pitiful number of of trick or treaters, but I handed out candy with her. Hannah had to go to work. It was when she was working at Toys R Us Express in the mall. Oh, that's a throwback. Yeah. And I hung out with that was like the first time I hung out solo. Maybe the only time I hung out solo with <laughs> Hannah's grandma. And we, you know, I just sat there and hung out with her. I ha- I passed out the candy because she was, you know, 90 and couldn't go to the door. But I, the, 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 um, the memorable moment, and, you know, it's sad because she's dead. But this was a different time. And she was 90. But she told me not to open the door if a black person. <laughs> like, she told you that? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't mean to speak out of turn, but that's just what, what exactly happened. exactly did she say? She was like, now you know not to open the door if they're colored. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. I woman was ra- racist. I don't, I, and that's what I think, is like, I don't know if she was, or oh, she, she wasn't joking. She obviously was. Well, yeah, she obviously, joking. yeah. She was not joking, because I laughed, <laughs> and she, and she was like, she I'm serious. Face. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't, from what I recall, I it's don't think any up. African-Americans came to the door. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's um, Forest Hills. I mean, Well, Arian McCorkle's family lived there for a while in Forest Hills. Yeah, but even then, I mean, what? I feel like the parents who let their kids trick-or-treat in Forest Hills aren't very good parents. Because, like, take your kids to a more populated area. Right, and one that's not... Hills. that's what my mom would do we would go over to my cousin's house so we could trick-or-treat yeah why would you want them to walk around in hills i mean i guess it makes sense if you just want to like be lazy and like send your kids out like up and down like to the neighbor's yeah, house like saying. if They're you live in forest parents. hills They're yeah lazy. you're right you know my mom for a while when i was growing up we would go to lawrenceville because of course that's like right across the street from her house there aren't very many houses in Lawrenceville, you know, so it was a really quick... Yeah, Lawrenceville seems like an awful place to trick-or-treat. <laughs> well, everybody participated, you know, and because it's such a small village, you know, you you saw everybody out. You Did know, you see people we went busy. to school with and everything? Yeah, I, you, you know, because some people would live there, but it was so small that, you know, we were done within like 10, 15 minutes. But my mom used to work at German uh, German Township as a as an EMT and um, she met an old lady there that lived right across the street who always made these delicious caramels and on uh, Halloween she would make chili and we would go there and eat the chili fucking delicious Wait, she made chili deceased. on Halloween for the kids no she just for her family 
Oh, oh, you guys yeah. knew her. I'm like, she's like handing out bowls of chili. Yeah, no, no, she, uh, she, she made handmade caramels. I don't know if that's what she handed out to the kids, but that's what I remember most really about her. Nice. Her homemade caramel, so fucking good. That sounds fucking delightful. Um, her and her husband have both passed away, so rest in peace rest to them. Rest in peace. But they, uh, so that's something that I remember. I remember like the Lawrenceville Church of God would hand out like hot chocolate. That's nice. It was a fun little, you know, now, at, event. At, at what age did you realize you were too old for trick-or-treating? I would say 12 or 13. You know, I don't distinctly you remember. You remember but... that time you're just like, uh, I'm not sure. I remember for me there there was a time I went trick-or-treating where I really thought I was towing the line. And I felt yeah. very uncomfortable trick-or-treating because I felt like I was too old. And I, I might have been like 12. Yeah. Maybe like 5th or 6th grade. I can't distinctly remember, like, be- I think because of the, you know, drugs. I can't distinctly remember <laughs> when the last, you know, the last time I trick-or-treated was. Um, but the the last costume that I can remember, which makes me think I was about 12 or 13, um, I went as an old lady. That was my costume. That's a cool costume. And it was because I had that wig. I had that granny wig. So it was like probably like 2008-2009. Oh, yeah, so you were about like 13, 14, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I essentially wore that granny wig for that character that I played and the granny glasses and then I wore one of my mom's uh dresses and stuffed it with pillows in like the butt and the back and then she did my makeup and I went as a as an old lady. That's one of the classic costumes that I remember, but that would probably be the last time that i trick-or-treated i think is that the last time you dressed up i think so zach that's sad you have to participate in halloween well no that's not the last time i dressed up because remember we did we dressed up in friends of ween i'd say that's the last time i dressed up i was freddy oh yeah yeah, five nights at freddy's and i was a yeah that was probably the last time i dressed up that was a fun time when we went to the pumpkin patch I just rewatched Friends of Ween 2, which was the, where we painted the pumpkins. And that's a pretty good video. You know, it's only 10 minutes, and uh, it, I think it stood the test of time. It was pretty funny. Was that the one where you put up, like, stats of everybody? No, that's Friendsmas. That's the friend. <laughs> yeah, that's those are Friendsmas. I thought you did it in a couple of them, but I always thought that was so fucking funny that everybody had, like, stats. They had, yeah, like, a player it, card. It was, uh, yeah, it's in every Friendsmas, I think, because it's when we do the, uh, uh, rock paper scissors tournament oh yeah 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 but yeah i think i mean i always liked to dress up and i liked trick-or-treating after a while my mom took me to northridge because she made a friend and then eventually started dating her her friend's brother tony and so we would go over there and like spend trick-or-treat with her family because they lived in northridge and they would hold a big party and that was excellent trick-or-treating in North oh Ridge. i imagine just straight up excellent suburbs. treating every single ha- almost every single house participated of course uh-huh. and you go like fucking door to door to door to door to door and they had a they had a daughter that was my age and uh we would go and and run and she had an older brother and an older sister and it was always this like competition between you know which kids would get the most candy i always stopped first because I was exhausted. They would go, you know, if Trick or Treat was from like 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., they'd be out all four hours. No, there's absolutely I had no to way stop. in fucking hell. Yeah, I My had to My parents stop. would make us go back because they were, I'm sure they were just ready to go back and smoke some weed. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's bo- when you're the parent, it's kind of boring. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you don't really get, unless you you know you get the stolen candy and you get to like so you know watch everybody but other than that well, what's in it for the parent? i don't want candy i'm like i don't give a shit about that candy it's all fucking gross anyway you know what i associate with halloween the most though is um fairborn ohio yes foys and that whole they have that whole center block that's just all yes. halloween themed and i love that i love that we were so fortunate to grow up next to a city that was halloween themed because how many of them like are there in the united states just little cities that are just straight up this is all halloween year round i love I, you're right i didn't even consider that 
I love that so much, and it's such a vibe too. Because like, you yeah, get out, you park your car. It's late at night. It's like you know six or seven o'clock, and the sun's already fucking set. It's chilly because it's fall. They've got like most of the blocks shut down. They're playing Halloween music. Yeah, they're usually playing you know, like Thriller, the Ghostbusters yeah, theme the go- song. Just weird you know. fucking wholesome Halloween songs, I guess. They've moved out like a lot of their big statues. Like they've got like a big scary Frankenstein statue that they like sit out on the curb. A and big demon everywhere. It's so cool. There's they've got their trucks. haunted house open. Yeah, haunted house, food trucks. Everybody's dressed up. Well, not everybody, but most. We've people only. Are. I remember that one time we did the haunted house. We like went upstairs and went through the Foy's haunted house. I vaguely remember it, but I don't feel like it was that good. Of course not. It's not. Most of them aren't. You know, most haunted houses and haunted trails aren't. But it was fun just because it was like, it's only open in Halloween. You see it all year round there because it's just permanently, you know, one of their fucking like eight stores that they own down there. But it's only open sometimes, you know, during Halloween. You know, you know, it's interesting, kind of related to this and haunted houses and all. Apparently, the owner of the haunted hoochie is oh, yes. in the process of being canceled oh shit <laughs> apparently he's like a conspiracy theorist 9-11 truther anti-masker oh my god one of, like these people or whatever and everybody's trying to cancel him and boycott the haunted hoochie did you ever go to the haunted hoochie no i never did i don't know where it is but i, I remember hannah telling me about it I Hannah remember used JT to tell used me. to talk about it all yeah. the fucking time. We gotta go to the Hanahuchi. Yeah. I don't... To me, I would have never gone. It sounded too scary to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't even know anything about the place, but all of this canceling shit just kind of makes me mm-hmm. want to go if I can go one last time just to see what it's all about because it might not be open next year. You're right. I remember we would try to go to one, like, we, there was a few times, like, especially in, like, the summer of 2011, you know, the end of, after that, we would try to go to, you know, we went to, like, what was it, Stagnant by the River, we ended up calling it. Yeah, that, that um, one, in, uh, it was, like, in Springfield, wasn't it? No, oh, the Valley by, there's well, Nightmare that, there on was Valley the, Street. Yeah, there's Nightmare on Valley Street, that's where we did, uh, that's where we said, like, that's where you were, like, there's a reason you're in that cage, fucker. <laughs> oh my god, I can't yeah. believe I said that. This so- Oh my he god. Was, he was it's like he's up in this cage an actor. He's like, "Let me out! Let me out!" And RJ's like, "No, there's a reason you're in that cage, fucker." And we loop back around cuz that's how the trail goes. And when you loop back around, he's not in the cage anymore. Uh, and he comes up and he's like, "Who called me a fucker? I was the big guy now." You know what I mean? Cuz like all of a sudden <laughs> I feel like he was I remember him like actually being mad. Yeah, I think he was mad too. But I mean, it's whatever. But I remember on Stagnant by the River, the distinct memory I have of that is there was this part in it where you had to walk through this huge fog or something. And mm-hmm. it was really oh, dark yeah. and foggy. And and this woman was like walking up to me and I had my hands out, you know, in front of my face, and I remember just grabbing her tit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like not even like realizing it, just like grabbing her tit. <laughs> like I, I mean, I had a boner for the rest of the night. I don't know. I mean, I was like 16, 17, something like that. That reminded me. I thought you were going to say when, um, where you had to crawl through the minivan for some reason. Like they, there was just like I remember a minivan. It was kind of a cool haunted house looking back on it. It was a little interesting. And they had like two hobos that were around the fire. Do you remember this? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. There were like two actors playing hobos at a at like a campfire and when they saw us you know they start freaking out and this is a section where you have to crawl through like barrels to get to the next part Uh and as we're crawling they like start shooting off their fake gun and we're all like screaming they're like banging on the barrels i remember that it was stupid as hell though yeah i don't i don't remember much about the haunted house itself but the memory of touching that woman's boob will always stay with me yeah i mean i was really happy after it ended because i wasn't getting any action at the time i must have been like <laughs> 15 16 that was also where when we were walking through the uh the last bit of the um like where it ended into that like cornfield 
and as we're like walking through the cornfield, you kept being like, "This is all a dream." And I, yeah, you know, I, I used fucking to, hate when you do I that. Talk about that the other day. I used to do that all the time when you get so mad. You'd be like, "It's not a fucking dream," and I'd be like, "Well, that's exactly what dreams I would say." Right. Well, it infuriated me because there was no way. Like you, every time I tried to like get you out of it, you were like, "Nope, that's exactly what you would say." In a dream. And I'm like, this isn't a fucking dream. Well, I was doing it really just to antagonize you. But at the end of the day, I I still feel like that to this day. I'm like, what if I'm dreaming? Right. <laughs> Other um, haunted house memories. Uh, I'm reminded of Sarah Pancuso, Her- Hannah's uh Yeah, that's some, that's a venture you got to go on that I don't think I did. But I heard yeah. about it. She wasn't able to fit through one Ooh. of the obstacles. It was really uncomfortable. Uh, very awkward and i remember as we were coming back we were driving i think sarah was driving or maybe hannah Wait, could she not get through it at all like you had to like go back she through got through eventually no she got through eventually but what it was there was a section i don't know why it was a it was at nightmare on valley street but by this point they have like four or five different attractions uh-huh. and one of the attractions is a maze and in this maze one of the rooms that you get to has like four or five refrigerators and they're all empty, but they all lead. You have to crawl through them, and they all lead to different areas. Like one leads to like a big walk. It's like a big walk-in freezer, but it doesn't lead to anywhere. And the one that leads to the next room is like a regular-sized refrigerator, but you have to crawl through it. And she couldn't fit, but she did. But she had to be like you know, pulled and pushed. Kind of. It was really embarrassing. Ooh, the staff had to pull and push her. No, Hannah. Hannah and I think Royal was there too. I think Royal had Royal? her arms. Oh, he. Oh, that's weird because there was a time yeah. when he knew her when she was. Yeah, because she broke up. She broke up with her. Mm-hmm. To get with to her. be with Royal. Yeah. Interesting. Um, unrelated, but on the way back from that, I remember I said something like, "I hate Middle Earth," because I did, and I was talking about just like fantasy and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And and Sarah was like, "Oh, that's my favorite," and I'm like, "Oh." And it was just like at that point, like I knew it was just like this is going to be too awkward. <laughs> like yeah, the whole relationship's going to be too awkward, or no one. Right. Her. We're going to deviate for just a quick second to share a bit of Halloween uh, poetry that I wrote um, for creative writing class because it ties back into another trick or treat story that I guess I'll share. Um, this is First Beggar's Night, and I wrote it for my creative writing class, uh, and I'm pretty sure I got a good grade on it. This is a high bun. Uh, it's a poem that's attached to a haiku, which, as I learned in creative writing class, doesn't have to be five, seven, five syllables. Poetry can be literally anything these <laughs> days. So this is First Beggar's Night. Pouring bags of candy into a bowl, Karen flips on the porch light. On Troy Road, no one comes. But Lawrenceville is different. More kids, more houses. Do kids like Laffy Taffy? Sitting on the porch, she waits for a child. Popcorn balls. A single tear on mom's cheek. That's, uh, that was it. That was I remember that poem. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my mom, when she first moved out, from Mamaw's house, which is where my mom lives um, now, today, my mom's house was Mamaw's house. When my mom moved out, she moved into an apartment in Lawrenceville um, that was, I don't know how familiar you are with Lawrenceville, but you know when you, you if you're coming from my mom's house and you enter Lawrenceville at that first yeah. main entrance right there. Uh-huh. And you're coming down, and you you know there's that little road that goes down to the side. But once you get into actually like where the houses of Lawrenceville are on the right hand side, there's a red house that has a big red garage, and above that garage there's a one bedroom apartment. Okay, that's where I, my mom. I don't mom's... know exactly where that is, but I can kind of picture it. Yeah, that's where my mom lived. But it's kind of back off the road. You know, there's the house, but then there's the garage behind the house and the apartment above that. My mom, when it was time for trick-or-treat, was very excited to go and get, you know, a bowl of candy and have, for the first time ever, a bunch of trick-or-treaters. And she bought a bowl of candy and sat out on her porch and waited and waited and waited and nobody ever came. 
and I thought it was the saddest story ever because she told me she sat out there on the porch and cried because nobody came. Oh. And I thought it was so fucking sad. It's always stuck with me because I thought it was so sad. What do the popcorn balls have to do with it? Um, it was just an image of of Halloween. You know, I was thinking, because when we originally wrote it, it was, we originally wrote haikus, and then we turned them into high buns later. And so when I wrote the haiku, the idea was to come up with one image and then another image. And so it was a one image that I, it was just popcorn balls. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of pictured her like eating popcorn balls or something like inside when nobody came. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just hate, I would hate when I trick or treated. And this happened a lot in Northridge at least, but somebody would give out those popcorn balls. I hate that shit. I I don't know what you're talking about because I'm I'm I don't associate popcorn balls with Halloween. Have you ever I, had popcorn balls? Are you talking about the little, like cheese puffs? Like what's a popcorn? No, ball? popcorn oh, ball. Those those big balls that are yeah. stuck together. Like, yeah, ooh, those things ooh. are so good. Ooh, no, ooh, I, I hated them so in much. Years. Yeah, I always used to get those in my uh, when I would trick or treat in Northridge. There was always a per- people who gave out those. There were people who gave out fucking fruit. Yeah, hated I was, it. I fucking hate the fruit people. Fuck that. We would have humongous after we would get back. We would compare, you know, who got the most, and we would go into this, go into one of the bedrooms at this house and trade all of our candy. Was that? Did you trade? Yeah, candies? we traded our candy. Yeah, for sure. We'd sit around. I loved dots. Everybody wanted to trade, get rid of their dots. I would yeah, always take I, I the didn't dots. Like dots. I liked the yeah. whoppers. The I got rid of the whoppers. Ooh, I'd keep those. You know, get rid of the mm. almond joys and the mm. mounds and the milk duds and that kind of shit. Oh, I got the milk duds. I want the Reese's. Right. I loved it. It was so fun. <laughs> Halloween's fucking sweet. I also, um, I remember Judy and Clara used to be very afraid. You know, they were. I only trick or treated with them maybe once. And I remember it being very weird because they actually checked, like, every piece of candy. Did you guys ever do that? Are you saying they're one of the people who were afraid it was, like, there were, like, razor blades in there? Yeah, or poison. No, but, no, we never did that. Yeah. I I think our parents just assumed that we would know to not eat a razor or something. Right. Yeah, I guess we were old enough to make our own uh, judgments. Well, yeah, I mean, my... My parents and my aunt and uncle certainly gave us a pretty high level of autonomy when we were children. You know, we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. Right. We, I mean, I, there were lots of times we we walked around without our parents at all. Oh. But yeah, we would just come home. We trade all the candy, but they checked every piece. Yeah. Though there weren't that many pieces, but yeah, they checked every piece. And of course, like because of where they lived, it was like not the it was like dollar store candy. Uh, it wasn't very good, you know. There's no way I was gonna do that. That again. doesn't, yeah, that doesn't sound like a good trick or treat time. What um, do you remember any of your like notable costumes? I remember years back, you were at this Halloween for some reason. I don't know what you were doing, but me, Hannah, and Nicholas. And Morgan, I think we went out to uh, Dayton because they had like, mm-hmm. they have this huge Halloween thing in Dayton. But do you remember that? Like, why were you not there? I think it was like when you, we weren't friends. Oh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, and I think I went, it was just like I we hung. You know, we all both hung out with them separately. I went to that one. I dressed up like a kitty cat, and I guess I was kind of like uh, I like cross dressed for it. I really enjoyed it, and it sort of opened me up to that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, last year, I was Eeyore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, we went up, me and Abigail went up to uh, Athens to, because her friend went to school there. She was like, it was her senior year, and they have this huge fucking Halloween party at Athens, like the whole, mm-hmm. or the, uh, what's it, the University of Cincinnati? What is that college up there? It's some college place. But we went like we got into some like the party was literally all day, like you woke up and you started drinking, and the plant like you went and you partied in the day, 
and we got into this like legitimate frat party. It was such a <laughs> weird thing for me to be doing. Like I, I still feel like weird about it. But I, I mean, I was drunk at the time, so it wasn't a big deal. But we were at this like legitimate frat party. Everybody's like chugging, like doing <laughs> beer bongs and shit, going fucking crazy. Um, and then the idea was like that you went back and you took a nap midway through the day so that you could go out and party again. And I mean, we did it. We went out. We partied oh till God. we went out to bars. Oh yeah, we went out to a bar. We were in this place, and we, I mean, we were really going wild. It was a legitimate college party. We are up on the tables in the fucking bar dancing. Every, we got everybody else to get up on the tables. It's fucking absolute pandemonium. Everybody, <laughs> it was, people were going nuts. Then all of a sudden, the cops swarmed into oh. the fucking bar, and they shut, they shut it down completely. They, like, found a bunch of people with fake IDs and shit, and they, like, shut down the entire block, and we walked outside, and there was a line of police officers waiting for every single person on, like, horses. They brought... It was a ridiculous, like, thing to happen. Like, everything on the whole thing got shut down. That's ridiculous. It it was a cool Halloween, though. I mean, I'd like to do it again, but I feel like that's the last of my, like, real... Uh, party Halloween, yeah, yeah, Halloween partying. Like, I that was the only time I've ever really partied on Halloween. Do you have any plans for Halloween? I mean, obviously, I know that it's like a month in advance, but do you have yeah, any Halloween plans? Abigail's having a Halloween party, and uh, but I don't know how I don't think it's gonna be that cr- crazy because she lives yeah. in an apartment complex now. Oh, right, so it's not like it could be a rager. No, yeah, we, we've certainly had our fair amount of ragers at her old house, but I don't want to have parties anymore. I'm kind of past that. Oh, I feel that. I'm kind of. I think my only never plan. Really a party person. Well, no, yeah, my only plan. I think like it, on Halloween itself, probably just going to be watch horror movies. You should. You should have your own little party there. You should just get really fucked up. Oh, well, of course. I mean, that's going to happen well, the, yeah, regardless. That's, I guess that's a given, but you should get, like, especially fucked up. Yeah. You can, and... get, you can get, like, pumpkin angry orchard, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, I get some sort of cinnamon uh, pumpkin spice beer. Yeah, that maybe it would be tasty. I think you should dress up and you should really get into it because even if you're just, it's just you and Taylor, I mean, there's just something about dressing up that's so fun. Yeah, I haven't in so long. I get, like, I, li- I think before you know friends of ween one because we didn't dress up in friends of ween two and friends of ween one uh i think that was probably the last time i dressed up and before then yeah it was definitely when i was like 13 12 maybe not that i'm opposed but listen i've been trying to go to spirit halloween here since i moved right when i it said that it was going to open september 12th we went on september 12th and it wasn't open whatever so we wait and this is from this is from spirit halloween's website right like this isn't from like the mall that it's in's website being wrong this is spirit halloween's website being straight up wrong we go there just a couple days ago with you know try to go there with her mom when her mom was here and it's still not open we drive around they have all the signs up and we drive around and it says now open we're like oh cool we look closer they've got the w covered up so it says no open and they've got baskets in front of the door it's almost october and it's still yeah, not what, open what the fuck is happening what, how it there must be some sort of emergency with that store yeah maybe because some sort of like i can't understand on everything all the merchandise I feel like everybody has already, maybe they don't have their costume, but who's going to be buying, you know what I mean? It just seems like, don't you want it to be open now? You, you would and, think so, but I mean, hopefully by still the time hiring. this is airing, it's open, you're able to get something. Yeah. They're still hiring now, and it's like, why, who's going to, you know, I'm going to get like, what, a paycheck before, you, before Halloween? Yeah, literally, yeah, literally. And then it's going to close? I mean, ha- like that's a like a desperate situation. Is there only one Spirit Halloween there? Yeah. Only one? Mm-hmm. What's the population I mean, the, of the town you're What population? I, I don't know, but the closest, the other closest one's like, you know, 15 miles. So, I mean, it's not like it's that far, but yeah, it's the only one that's... Yeah, that's still out of your way. Right. Maybe one day I'll get to visit Spirit Halloween, but it's certainly not today. Maybe I'll just have to go to the one in Springfield when I visit. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you very well might, if that one's even open. 
It better be. I ha- I haven't even seen it. I mean, I've been in Springfield a couple times, but I don't I don't know where they're putting the, it. Well, last time it was in the. Oh well, actually, I don't remember. It where was it at was the Upper Valley time. Mall. It was. Yeah, where MC Sports used to be. Oh, so I guess I didn't remember that. Yeah, so it might wow. still be in the mall. Very well, could be, but I guess we'll never know. But that's all. I, that's how I celebrate. They do it. The last few years, that's like been really the only celebration I've done is like go tour Spirit Halloween. Because, <laughs> yeah, just, you know, it just gets you in the, the mood. Costumes. Yeah, right. Yeah, see the costumes. They have all the you know displays. You know, they've got all the you know, but everything's too expensive. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking they price gouge you on everything because they know you're gonna get it. Right, but I never do. I never do. I think the only, genuinely the only thing I've bought at Spirit Halloween was Punky the Cat, and Thelma Campbell bought that. So you really haven't spent a dime there yeah. ever? I don't think so. And I've still got Punky, by the way. She's falling apart again, though. She's going to need another surgery, I think. Oh, do you remember that time, though, where we, uh, we decorated your van? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we went all out for Halloween that year, decorating the van and putting up cobwebs, and we had Richard Scary. Yeah, that skeleton that would sit in the ghost. Seat. Oh, yeah, I loved all of that. That was really fucking cool. That was really cool. We had, yeah, we had the, uh, we had like gravestones and rats on the floor. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. I still, I mean, like, I have a lot of decorations out here, you know, I, I mean, I still have all the, you know, I still like to decorate. Yeah, I've been decorating my house. Yeah, I've you know I hear uh, Joanne Fabrics has a lot of good sales on Halloween decorations these days. <laughs> you know who goes there I feel, though? I feel, I feel like we're like such adults. Like yeah, I, I enjoy know. it. <laughs> a, I know. So weird. Well, I mean, I guess that's about it for this. Uh, yeah, I, that's. I think that's about all I got. I think I agree with you on that one. I'm looking forward to celebrating Halloween. Uh, what can I say? Hopefully, as of right now, I don't know if Trick or Treat's even still happening today on September 27th because they haven't even determined if it's safe in some municipalities. But, hey, kids. future people, I hope you get to. Hope you're trick-or-treating, but if you're not trick-or-treating, that's more time to go vote for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and other Democrats. (laughs) Go to vote.org today. And until next time. Stay moat. Please vote. Drink your prune juice, you old bat.